Welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. I am Scott and my co-host who is here with me, sort of, a few states away, Josh. Dude, how is it going today? Going good. The magic of Zoom. I can be in Mississippi, you can be in Texas, and we can still meet up, get on here, and uh, and talk. And and thankfully, like if you listen to any of the uh, Joe Rogan or any of that during the pandemic, when they were on Zoom or Skype, like they're having problems. But uh, you know, talking over each other. But I think it's because they they're just too busy, like yelling. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing you bring up because I was doing a podcast recording with somebody the other day and afterwards, I always have a talk with them before and afterwards. It's just kind of like this, I don't know, it's just part of the process. And um, I was like, oh yeah, Josh lives in Mississippi. And the guy's like, what? I was like, yeah, we, we've only known each other for two years. And he's like, man, I would have guessed you guys have been close buddies since day one and you lived in the same city. I'm like, nope. So I think that's a testament to uh, how we work together and the friendship that's grown. I appreciate it. So uh, the magic of the Zoom is incredible. And we spent many, 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 many hours on the phone. Yeah. Working together. So it's been an incredible journey. But today we are on our uh, our series. And this is... Um, the secrets and we're on secret number two ownership so i'll let you lead with that yep so just kind of going back it's the ultimate dad project that um you know uh we're doing 75 days of uh content around it and everything um we're talking about it because you know it's kind of the first project that we launched out of the brotherhood of fatherhood um which of course you guys know about because you're on the podcast and this is really for uh married men wanting to make um their ordinary lives extraordinary their ordinary marriages extraordinary um so we talked about uh the three secrets secrets being um communication ownership and intentionality and today we're talking about ownership so what that means more than anything is scott's model of the circle mindset and what that is is basically Plop yourself down, draw a circle around yourself, and you've got to fix everything in that circle uh, first and foremost. That needs to be your intention. Yeah. Um, the whole idea is you know, no longer playing the victim, no longer blaming everybody else. It's time to take ownership, and uh, Scott will talk more about it. Yeah, yeah. So sorry to interrupt you there, but I, I would say like someone says, yeah, but my wife is – she's not interested anymore. I think she's having an affair. I think she's more interested in this guy at work. I'm like, she's like, I need to work on fixing that. I'm like, yeah, you do, but it has nothing to do with her. And that is so hard, so hard for people to understand. It's like, no, like, why don't you like start with you? And the the way I say that is if your wife, and I'll repeat this over and over again, is seeking attention outside of the home or is found more joy in talking to people, whether it's uh, her girlfriends or a guy or a uh, work mate or whatever it is, it's because you have left a gap in that area in her life. And man, this goes back to Jocko's extreme ownership, right? That's what everyone brings it back to. And I love that because I think it's true. Uh, 
like stop looking at how everyone else needs to fix their stuff and begin with yourself and you will be blown away how things come around. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that ownership, um, part of it too is identifying, you know, what are these areas? Cause a lot of times these things have become patterns and everything, um, in our, um, in our lives. So, uh, maybe the first ones are like Scott was talking about, you know, your wife is more interested in a girlfriend's or she's more interested in maybe a guy at work or, or whatever else, or she's cheating on you or any of those things. Maybe they're in your face, but sometimes, um, uh, maybe they're not because you're not paying attention, you know, like, um, is she on her phone, you know, all the time? Is she, you know, more interested in watching, um, crappy TV, you know, than spending time with you or, or anything, right? It's to start identifying, uh, those things. And then like Scott said, taking the ownership uh, of that and everything, like how can you start to lead, um, and then there's always the stuff that is totally you, right? Alcohol, pornography, you on your phone too much, you watching TV too much, you uh, staying at work too much, staying at the gym, you know, like going to the gym, you know, there's a better optimal time, but you're doing that instead, right? There's all of those things that you know are your triggers, your problems that we need to take care of first, yeah, it reminds me, well, you know, I, I always go to the extreme. Your wife's having an affair or maybe she's more interested. But it really does come down to she wants to watch TV shows more than she wants to talk to you. You're constantly feeling like you're interrupting her show or vice versa. That's a really good sign that there's some problems. Now, is having your favorite show you watch together a problem? Absolutely not. But if it's void of ever having conversations or it's an escape – that's another thing. And escape is the other thing I want to talk about. Men, uh, like I was, one of my early interviews for the podcast, um, the guy said, I felt more comfortable after work staying, chatting with the guys for hours. And I would do that. So I'd be at work all day. Then I would stay at work and hang out because I didn't know my place at home. I didn't feel comfortable in my home. And that's what we're talking about, drawing that circle around yourself is identifying those things and working on that. Um, and, and it's, so it's not just always, uh, I got to take this back a bit. It's not always the extreme of a, of a cheating wife or you're having an affair. Yeah. Those are, those are where you don't want to get, but you may already be there, but it starts with always distracted with something else, or you're always running out to go hunting and like, look guys, hear me. I'm not saying don't go hunting. I'm not saying don't go bowling with your buddies. I'm not saying don't stay at work. I'm saying balance. And I'm saying draw that circle around yourself and really work on why is it that I'm doing that? And is it fulfilling the family mission that I have and maybe the shared goals I have with my wife? Right, exactly. Which is going to come up on the next podcast when we talk about intentionality, which is going to be you know, setting that mission, setting that purpose, um, working with your wife to uh, first, first yourself, but then working with your wife. Cause like we said, we need that communication and everything. We need to have our self purpose kind of set and then we can expand and everything. But, um, this ownership topic, like I said, it takes, it takes a lot of work because, um, as we unwind, um, triggers and everything, then we're going to find more, you know, but that just shows us that we're progressing in the, um, 
in the right way. And like Scott said, like, um, you're not going to find yourself not hanging out with your buddies. If you do this, correct. You're going to find yourself not using it as an excuse. It's going to be, if anything, it's going to be more meaningful and more intentional when it happens. Right. Because your wife isn't going to be mad at you because you're giving her the time that she needs as well. Um, it really comes back to, um, in every aspect of life, living it at a hundred percent. And I know, you know, we've talked to, uh, before marriage isn't 50, 50, um, it, it's a hundred or nothing, right? Well, if you start approaching everything, your marriage at a hundred or nothing, your job, a hundred or nothing, your, um, your workouts, a hundred or nothing. Like, it sounds like, Oh my God, that's going to take a lot of energy. Well, it is, but that's the energy of life. And if you start living that way, then the energy will pick up and it will give you the energy to live in every single moment at a hundred or nothing yeah. instead of drowning it in, in escapes and sedatives of alcohol and, you know, pornography and everything else that's out there. That is just a sedative of if you attack life, like everybody loves video games. Well, I do, but if you attack life like a video game, like a game to be played and you try to get the most out of it and squeeze every drop out of it and of, of purpose and everything, you will have the energy and you will love life and you will love life together. Yeah. I think that's a really great point is you you know, when we say you're going to give it a hundred percent and the, 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 the reasoning behind that is if you live, if you have a give and take mindset on, uh, marriage, which is, uh, I do something, you do something in reciprocity, you give and you take, and then you give and I give, there's never going to be equality and nobody's ever going to be happy because we're human. We make mistakes. We're selfishly driven. And so if you're, I'm going in 100%, even if you're, your partner's going in 30 or 20, that's not for you to, this is, this is this ownership thing. That is not for you to judge. Right. For you to judge is what you're putting into it. Mm-hmm. And um, stop, it's like putting the blinders on. It's, it's kind of opposite of each other. First of all, you need to be super observant and really, I call it starting to be a noticer from an author that I love, but you start being a noticer and you really notice, you start to really understand the cues of things going around you so that you're understanding how, what you're doing is leading to these other things. And this is all based on your personal ownership of every single action you take. It's a hard concept and I, and people throw it around extreme ownership, you know, all this, they throw it around like they've got it. But when I look at most people, they don't got it. And it takes a lot of practice. It's a, it's a very tough skill to get it, down. It is because it's, re, it's resiliency and resiliency. It's just like, um, keeping an axe sharpened, keeping anything you, you have to constantly practice it. You have to constantly practice the habits that build it and everything. And, um, and that's the hard part. You have to fall in love with that. You have to fall in love with the work and, um, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it really is hard. It's a constant progression, but, um, I'll give a little secret the way that we work this, um, in uh, the ultimate dad project is we start taking out the things in your life that are stealing that energy that can be going towards those things. So that's a little hint. 
a little hint on on how we help you develop that resiliency and how we help you develop that energy. And it does not leave you wanting. It actually is so much more fulfilling. So just removal of things does not mean you're lacking or you're giving stuff up. It actually means you're embracing and living so much stronger. A good example of that is um, I've fought for a long time having a written journal in the morning and uh, writing everything out and then reflecting and writing it out. I've been doing it, but I haven't written it. Once I learned to write it, it takes 100% of my focus for X amount of time every morning and every evening. And it's, it's like I have to give it my 100%. But the, the, the return allows me to have 100% for other things through the day. And, and so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is it's not 100% means all across the board. It means 100% uh, of that particular thing. And, and it will breathe life into you. In fact, I'm working on getting a gentleman on our podcast who talks about the things that give you energy and kind of like this energy bank. And it's just a phenomenal mindset of these things give me energy. I will do them because it will give me so much more empowerment to do the things that I need to be doing. So, All right, guys. Next episode, we'll be talking about intentionality. Awesome. I use that word a lot, so I can't wait to use it again and again and again on our next episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. I'm Scott. That's Josh. We enjoy that you listen to this. It is our life mission at this point to help men become better men as husbands and as fathers. And Thank you for listening to this because that is step number one. Step number two is subscribing so you never miss a beat. Step number three is giving us a rating because that helps more people see it. Step number four is heading right on over to the ultimatedadproject.com and checking out what we have to offer and booking a clarity call. And then step number whatever you want is go to brotherhoodoffatherhood.com and pick yourself up some sweet brotherhood year because if you are a father you should be wearing that proudly and uh i do i wear it all around i think people think i'm crazy because i have so many brotherhood shirts and hats but i'm proud of it and you should be too thank you so much for being a listener have an amazing day